It's Saturday, January 21st, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Justice Department is investigating conduct at the Abbott Laboratories infant formula plant in Sturgis, Michigan, that led to its shutdown last year and worsened a nationwide formula shortage people familiar with the matter said. Attorneys with the Justice Department's Consumer Protection Branch are conducting the criminal investigation. The branch, which has criminal as well as civil authority, was involved last year in a settlement with Abbott that allowed its Sturgis plant to resume operations after Food and Drug Administration inspectors found a potentially deadly bacteria there. The investigation signals further scrutiny of Abbott's operation of the plant, a major source of baby formula in the U.S., and perhaps of the more than $4 billion formula industry. The Justice Department in the past decade has investigated numerous food companies that have shipped contaminated products that resulted in illnesses or deaths. In other news, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin failed to persuade Berlin to allow other European nations to send German-built tanks to Ukraine, exposing the first significant rift within an alliance that has held steady since Russia invaded Ukraine nearly a year ago. Berlin's resistance to pressure from the U.S. and European allies eager to send their own German-made Leopard 2 tanks has frustrated the White House and many European governments ahead of what they see as a critical phase of the war. Kyiv has been planning a series of operations in the next few months to try to break through Russian defensive lines and take back territory, including to the south where Russia has established a land bridge from Rostov to the Crimean Peninsula. U.S. officials said they would continue to push Germany either to send some of its own Leopard tanks or sign off on transfers by other countries, including Finland, Poland, and Denmark. Some U.S. lawmakers and military analysts feared the dispute will delay the provision of badly needed armor to Ukraine and signal a softening of support for Kyiv that Russian President Vladimir Putin could try to exploit. In world news, Education Minister Chris Hipkins is set to become New Zealand's next Prime Minister after he was the only candidate to enter the contest Saturday to replace Jacinda Ardern. Hipkins, who is 44, must still garner an endorsement Sunday from his Labor Party colleagues, but that is just a formality now. An official transfer of power will come in the days to follow. Ardern shocked the nation of five million people on Thursday when she announced she was resigning after five and a half years in the top role. The lack of other candidates indicated party lawmakers had rallied behind Hipkins to avoid a drawn-out contest and any sign of disunity following Ardern's departure. Back in the U.S., police in Indiana said Friday that heroic actions by a Walmart employee and law enforcement officers kept a gunman who shot and injured one female employee from doing more harm. The woman was the only person injured late Thursday when the suspect walked into a store break room where employees were meeting, specifically aimed at the woman, and shot her in the face with a 9mm handgun. Sergeant Anna Gray of the Evansville Police Department said officers were in the building within four minutes of the 911 call, and the suspect was shot and killed by officers who tracked him down shortly thereafter. After the shooting, another female employee ran back into the room to get the victim, take her into another room, 
locked the door, and turned out the lights before the suspect returned looking for her. Evansville Police Chief Billy Bolin called the employee a hero and gave her credit with saving the victim's life. And President Biden notched two years in office on Friday, and by the numbers, the story of the first half of his term is a mixed bag. Mr. Biden has visited three dozen states and spent all or part of nearly 200 days in his home state of Delaware. Mr. Biden has held fewer solo or joint news conferences than his three most recent predecessors at the same point in their presidencies. But not one of Biden's original cabinet appointees has left his administration. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.